All right, we're getting set for another episode of the Georgia Podcast. Rich Casanova here in our Atlanta studios on the Pro Business Channel. We've got Shannon Goodman in the studio. She's the Executive Director of Lifecycle Building Center since 2012. This is going to be an interesting uh, conversation. It's a little out of the box and uh, doing some good stuff for business and the environment. So, uh, Shannon, what are we going to be talking about today's episode? Thanks, Rich. So we are going to be talking about the exciting opportunities that come from reusing buildings and building materials. For those that want to learn more, they can visit our website, which is lifecyclebuildingcenter.org. Yeah, it's a very, it's not one of those static, uh, generic websites. There's a lot going on there. We're going to be talking about a lot that's happening there. It's, uh, but it's, again, great. Um, there's a great business revenue can be generated from this enterprise as well as, uh, you know, helping, um, our environment and business and, and some cool, not just that, but, uh, you look at the, the photos on your website. It's very interesting, very kind of cool, organic, kind of hip, you know, trendy, um, you know, building that comes out of this, right? Yeah. It's kind of a bit of an adventure. You come to yeah. our warehouse and you really never know what kind of treasures you're going to discover. Right. So creativity all over the place. I say next episode we record over there, right? That'd be amazing. <laughs> all right. That's all coming up on this episode of the Georgia podcast. Stand by. Welcome to the Georgia Podcast, featuring the who's who and what's new in Georgia. Made possible in part by Global Podcast Studios, offering podcast studio rentals, production, and distribution. Visit globalpodcaststudios.com. And by our friends at Serendipity Labs, co-working, private offices, and more. True inspiration at work. Learn more at serendipitylabs.com. Now join Rich Casanova, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta and worldwide across the PBC syndicated networks. All right. Welcome to the Georgia Podcast. Rich Casanova here again in, the, in our Atlanta podcast studio. We've got Shannon Goodman. Uh, as we mentioned, she's um, – uh, now, t- t- a little bit of your background because we mentioned that you're the executive director of Lifestyle. Lifecycle Building Center, but in the past, um, what was your uh, your life history in seventeen seconds or less? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I found my way to LBC through uh, work in architecture. Okay. I worked for a firm here in Atlanta for a few years called Perkins and Will, right? And they gutted an existing building across from the High Museum on Peachtree. Right. We found homes for about sixty-two tons of building materials, and uh, that's how I met the network that we ended up starting LBC with. So it's been quite an adventure over the last 10 years. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. A lot of moving materials going around, a lot of dust and all that good stuff. So um, 62 tons, what do you mean by that? Um, So they were renovating a five-story building. It was about 50,000 square feet of Class A office space. And it was filled with great building materials that otherwise would have gone into landfills. And we were able to divert that to 19 different organizations and save them about $400,000. Wow. Uh, so without naming all 19, what are a couple of examples of uh, types sure. of organizations? Right? Um, so folks like um, Habitat for Humanity, right. uh, South Face Institute, uh, Horizon Theater, um, the Atlanta Ballet. Okay, wow. Yeah. So we talk about uh, repurposing, which is a term you would use, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That material. So um, what are some of the... The easy go-to material that, like, um, it's, mm-hmm. you know, 
That's kind of a no-brainer, yeah, to repurpose. Um, anything that's modular. Okay. So, you know, things like um, carpet tiles, um, you know, light fixtures, cabinets, um, plumbing fixtures that can, you okay. know, units like that right. that can be removed, transported easily. You know, they're easy to protect and reuse. And what's the biggest challenge of uh, materials that's a little tougher to kind of re, uh, reutilize? The types of materials? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean harder to extract or yeah, harder yeah. to reuse? Reuse, yeah. Um, let's see. So, you know, things that can't be removed easily. So something like, uh, installed tile, Uh, anything, I mean, if you think about how things are attached to a building, so if something is, you know, literally attached in such a way where it's going to be really hard to detach it, that's going to make it hard. But can you recycle some of that stuff where it, yes. right? Okay. That's the other al- yeah. alternate, right? That's right. Yeah. That's, I, I really appreciate asking the question because yeah. a lot of times, you know, we kind of have a little bit more of an intermingling of terms between recycling and reuse. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of try to emphasize that reuse is different. Absolutely. Um, recycling is super important, creates a ton of jobs, keeps so much material out of the landfill, um, and also generates a lot of great products um, when they're reconstituted into something new. So they work very symbiotically. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw, um, I was at some startup event, and they were this startup was taking the plastic bottles and we're recycling those into T-shirt material. And it was such a foreign concept, and it sounds so odd, but it's just amazing, um, uh, you know, not just the creativity, but if there's a need uh, to fill it, right, and mm-hmm. um, alternates to a traditional, you know, mindset. The way we've always done things doesn't have to be the way we do things, right? Well, the other beautiful thing about those kinds of examples of recycling that also parallels with reuse is the tremendous amount of money that can be saved right. from using those resources, and um, not only money, but uh, employment and jobs and opportunities. Talk to us because we're on the right. pro business channel. So talk to us about a little bit of the business perspective of this. Of sure. Like, um, you know, how, what's the win for businesses, whether they have a, an existing building, reach out to you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that look like? Yeah. So we do both commercial and residential projects. Okay. That's important. We actually have a partnership with the nonprofit uh, Georgia Works currently okay. for temporary labor support. So that enables us to scale up and down uh, and be kind of nimble in response to commercial opportunities. Um, and basically, you know, for a business, uh, there are tax incentives. Okay. Uh, you do need to have a certified appraiser sure. uh, that's trained in assessing building material value uh, to access that. But that's an opportunity that honestly, a lot of our corporate material donors don't take full advantage of. Right. Uh, there's also some opportunities for you know businesses to differentiate themselves in terms of the story that they're telling yeah. for people that care about environmental impact. Right. Um, it's also great. We have a program that gives free materials to nonprofit schools and churches. Oh, wow. And sometimes a material donor can really benefit from knowing where the materials they gave ended up and what impact did that have in the community? Or even if it's a homeowner <laughs> right. telling that story back to them. Yeah, because I'm looking at some of your pictures on your um, your website of the uh, reuse stories, and they're just that kind of has when you I imagine you walk into that space. I'm just looking at the photos, but mm-hmm. when you walk in there, I think it has a different organic kind of feel to it. You know, I, I'd say kind of that hipster kind of you know <laughs> feel, which is uh, real current, right? Yeah, you know, and I think a lot of people are, are um, you know moving away from the more sterile environment and nondescript or whatever. Right. And um, so some of these look like they're co-working spaces, or uh, they're one that looks like either a treehouse or a tiny house. <laughs> yeah. I can't figure out which one, right? <laughs> I think I yeah, I think they actually. 
called it a whiskey den. Oh, that's Seriously. even better. Whatever. <laughs> sign, you got to open with that one now. Sign me up for that one. I'll take a tour of that one. Yeah. I, it looks like it has space. You can sleep there too, in case uh-huh. you have a little too much, too whiskey, much whiskey in your whiskey. den. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what are some of the, um, other than the photos I'm looking at, what are some of the, uh, over the years, uh, pick a couple of stories of, you know, you, you went to this on-site project, mm-hmm. you took it, and you repurposed it at a specific school or church or house or uh, offices. I mean, are offices starting to come online with this? Of, yeah. You know, okay. Give us a couple of stories about that. Sure, absolutely. Um, so one amazing partnership that we have is with Interface. Uh, they're actually a carpet manufacturer that came up with the idea for carpet tile. So a long time oh, ago, wow, okay. as part of the environmental sustainability, yeah. you know, challenge of our time, uh, they came up with this concept of using tiles so that you don't have to rip out the entire floor of space, right? Uh, So last, I guess it was about a year and a half ago, we started working with them because they have this amazing program to recycle carpet and they collect more than they can put into production for manufacturing. So one of the, we have diverted carpet tile to a lot of nonprofit organizations. Uh, One is near us. Um, It's a uh, missionary Baptist church down in Sylvan Hills, uh, down where we are in Southwest Atlanta. Uh, There was another organization that had a food pantry uh, over in Snellville. Um, There's, I think there was a Boys and Girls Club uh, location that we gave a lot of carpet tile to. So there's a very long list. Uh, And I think we're somewhere around maybe 100,000 pounds of carpet tile so far. Uh, But that's going to start to ramp up uh, as we expand the partnership more. And I will kind of throw out there that the biggest challenge we have, honestly, with a lot of programs like that, a lot of nonprofits don't even know that they can apply. It's an awareness campaign. Yeah, that's exactly right. And there's when there's time, I do have another story at Georgia Tech that I'd love to tell you too. Okay, cool. I'll make a note of that if we have time. Yeah. So let's pivot to your mission uh, because that that's what's you know, um, important behind the business, the why, so, you know, what's your why or your mission with what you guys do? Sure. Well, our mission, um, is environmental stewardship and community resilience by creating a sustainable life cycle for the built environment. And basically, you know, the environmental stewardship piece is obvious, but, uh, I I tell people a lot, sometimes we get a little bit pigeonholed um, and being thought of as, you know, a purely environmentally focused organization. Uh, You were talking about economic benefits earlier, right? right. Um, And I just kind of introduced a little bit, uh, touch of the social benefits too, right? So, you know, community organizations uh, that can have uh, greater, can use their limited financial resources, can spread them further because they're saving a lot of money on building materials when they do renovations or construction projects. So uh, another area we haven't really touched on yet is workforce development and job training. Um, So, uh, and even related to that, folks that come into our facility, uh, almost half of our customers come within three miles uh, of our warehouse down near Adair Park in West End. Right. Uh, And so a lot of those folks, you know, we're kind of a key component for them to help them maintain their homes, keep their homes, uh, keep that process affordable for them. A lot of homes in those neighborhoods are being rehabbed as they... Uh, as the neighborhoods start to kind of get developed a little further. And we have a lot of entrepreneurial um, renovators, contractors that, you know, we're part of their business model because right. they can save, you know, upwards of 80, 90 percent off of what they would pay for new building materials. So those are other benefits beyond just the environmental stewardship. Well, you answered my next question. I was going to say, what is the percentage difference versus uh, new versus reuse? So yeah. what was that percentage again? Or um, So a lot of our materials are 80 to 90 percent off of what you would pay new. 
Wow. Yeah. So we did an analysis. That's very dramatic. <laughs> I think in 2018, our average um, cabinet set uh, price was $780 for a whole set of kitchen cabinets. Versus so, what that would typically run. A few thousand dollars. Wow. <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm driving down there to shop at the store. Yeah, yeah. speaking of shopping, so on your site, you actually – um, it looks like kind of the thrift store, if you will, the kind of trendy, kind of cool, like a uh, – like you said, a discovery center or like a um, – Treasure hunting. Treasure hunting, yeah. <laughs> and they, so people retail. You can walk in there? We are open to the general public Tuesday through Saturday. Okay. So please don't come in on Monday exactly, or yeah, Sunday. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, and people can drop off donations, material donations when we're oh, open really? as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So we have uh, drop off services at the facility, but we do free pickups. Wow. Yeah. I lots mean, of free pickups. Better, yeah. And then we also do what's called deconstruction, where our trained staff actually go into buildings, commercial and residential, and physically detach the materials for the building owner. And those are typically free of charge. <laughs> okay, I don't normally uh, have like uh, radio silence, or whatever. But <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the catch to this. But but um, and I want to come back to this, like your business models. How do you guys uh-huh. make money in all of these? Uh, sure, happy savings. to share that. But uh, again, what's the website one more time? As people are kind of tuning in, listening, lifecyclebuildingcenter.org. And it looks like you have a Facebook. I imagine your Instagram, Instagram is really cool photos because it, it's yeah. a very visual kind of experience as well, right? Just yeah, seeing. a lot of folks on our in our crew uh, do a good job of keeping cool stuff on there. And the before Instagram. and after pictures, I imagine, are cool. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're always hunting for more pictures of how people reuse our yeah, materials. Right. Um, and to be honest with you, that's one of the nuts that I want to eventually crack is how do we streamline that so that it's really efficient for us? Because we have limited staff resources. Exactly. Yeah. How do we incentivize people to share those stories? So if right. anybody out there has ideas about how we could use technology more okay. effectively to do that, that'd be great. <laughs> Reach out to y'all. <laughs> all right. So you mentioned, um, we talked about your business model. So mm-hmm. what, uh, I mean, how do y'all make money? What's the, uh, you know, how, how, what drives you know, that? Um, it's funny. So even with those tremendous uh, discounts on right. the materials, uh, we are still able to cover about 75% of our operating expenses through material sales. Wow. Um, so yeah, our budget is somewhere in the range of about eight fifty to $900,000 a year. Wow. Um, so yeah, we're able to cover about 75% of that through sales. Um, and in, in some cases are businesses or you find a property, whether residential commercial, where it's just, um, for whatever reason, almost kind of donated or there's no, uh, exchange where you can just kind of come in and just reclaim all that. Um, are there... Say that one more time. I'm sorry. Um, I'm trying to picture like if you is, is there a site where um, the property's been abandoned or whatever or just uh, and so whether again residential commercial you come across it and they're like hey just take everything and again for the tax incentive we'll donate all this to you or is there yeah, normally a, a, a monetary exchange? Um, so we go into spaces that you know aren't currently being used. Uh, I would say more often than not we're actually going into spaces that are still being used and right. there's just a portion of it uh, yeah, where that, we're taking materials out, um, but. As I was saying earlier, the a lot of the commercial donors don't take advantage of the of the tax benefits. Um, I'm actually also part of a national nonprofit organization called Build Reuse, okay. uh, and they have a lot of initiatives to kind of help the industry, you know, move forward and expand. And one of those is actually uh, getting the appraisal system, you know, kind of demystifying some of that and getting good information out to material donors to help streamline that process and get them the full benefits that they deserve donors. 
All right. Just want to remind our listeners, you're listening to the Georgia Podcast here on the Pro Business Channel with Rich Casanova. We're having a, a very interesting conversation. This is definitely a little out of the box, but uh, very cool from um, both the environment standpoint, from um, you know volunteer giving back to the community, doing some good work, as far as a great business um, uh, opportunity or incentive for businesses that uh, have a need for their services. As we mentioned, the tax incentives a number of times. And uh, all that information is available at their websites, lifecyclebuildingcenter.org. All right, so um, so Shannon, let's um, talk a little bit about we we I think we touched on community impact. Is there anything you want to add to that? As far as you mentioned uh, the nonprofits and the opportunities for schools and churches, is mm-hmm. there? Um, let's talk about some of the events uh, that you sure. have going on throughout the year and how that impacts the community. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of ways to engage with us. We do uh, a couple of open house events uh, and different sales throughout the year. So we have a fall open house uh, and a spring open house. You can go to the website and look at our events calendar for more information. We also do free classes. Currently, okay. we have two types of classes. Uh, we have do-it-yourself workshops where you can basically learn how to use power tools and hand tools safely and effectively to build stuff. And we use reclaimed wow. materials. So it's things like little free libraries. Uh, We've done a workshop where we built wine racks, um, furniture, all out of reclaimed building materials. Uh, Then we also have an awesome um, relationship with the City of Atlanta's Aglanta initiative, uh, where we build community garden infrastructure kits like compost bins, produce washing stations, all out of reclaimed materials. So that's been fantastic. You mentioned these free classes to mm-hmm. building, learn how to use tools and uh, build from reclaimed materials. Uh, that could be kind of like a, one of those sip and paint kind of things where you come in <laughs> and, you, and you drink, but you probably don't want to mix alcohol and power, power tools. tools. It's not maybe a good combination. Yeah. yeah. We actually do have a board member that wants to bring some friends down and do, you know, kind of a light, you know. Yeah. Just crafty kind of, of stuff, like a, whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, uh, no power tools needed for this workshop. Yeah. We do have one other class as well. It's called a home performance series. Yeah. Um, and this is basically kind of, you know, helping folks understand the basics of how their home works from an energy efficiency standpoint, indoor air quality. Um, and it's essentially, you know, how can you save energy by looking at things like the efficiency of your ductwork systems, the building envelope itself? How can you make improvements? And we connect them with resources. We work with folks like Georgia Power to help them get resources to save money on their utility bills. Wow. I mean, I just, um, from the retail perspective, you can come in as a homeowner and if you have a, uh, you know, a honeydew project that needs to be done or whatever, right? Just, uh, send down whoever your honey is, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, go down there, learn hands-on and then apply it in your house. Cause a lot of times with, as a homeowner, it's the, um, ongoing, uh, not just maintenance, but like upkeep, upseat so the house doesn't deteriorate and, yes. um, you know, from interior, exterior kind of projects. And if you can save 80%, you know, and, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of all in. Yeah, We're all about um, empowering uh, members of the community. Right. And that DIY series has kind of started to branch out into really practical things like, yeah, you can come to LBC and save a lot of money on, you know, purchasing like a faucet, a shower head, uh, yeah. a toilet, et cetera. Now we've started yeah. to teach people, well, how do you actually install those things yourself right. so you don't have to pay somebody? So not only do wow. you save money on the item, yeah. you're saving even more well, money by installing yourself. And you have that pride, you know, of uh, I did it myself kind of thing, right? That's right. You just don't want to be that person every time they come over, they're, they're talking about all the projects they've done enough, dude. Yeah. Um, so do you, uh, 
so we probably shouldn't talk about the orange or the blue box stores, or whatever, because you're like, uh, it's pretty amazing what you guys are doing, especially for kind of the win-win all the way around. It's actually uh, pretty symbiotic. Okay, I yeah. have to say, um, you know, people come to us. It's not like we have everything right, you know, under yeah, the sun. Yeah. Right, yeah. There's actually times where people come to us and do projects that they otherwise would never have even taken on right. because they find some of these things. And then they go to the big boxes and get everything yeah, else they need to do that need, project. Yeah. So yeah. it's actually okay. That's cool. beneficial both ways. What about like these uh, events, um, either the workshops or seminars, do you do, you do anything offsite? Like at, yeah. uh, okay, talk to us about some of those. So events. this is perfect because um, I can <laughs> also share that we have an annual fundraiser every fall. Okay. And I can go back to something we touched on briefly. You're asking about um, projects where, you know, we've got some cool reuse stories. Right. So our fundraiser last year was held at an exciting building at Georgia Tech right. called the Candida Building for Innovative Sustainable Design. Oh, look at you. It's amazing. <laughs> um, so this building, is pursuing the Living Building Challenge certification standard, which is the most robust green building standard in the world. There are no living buildings in Georgia yet. Um, So hopefully this will be getting certified by 2021. Um, And this is kind of new to the Southeast. Uh, So basically, one of the cool things that came out of the relationship between Lifecycle Building Center and this project, there's tons of reclaimed building materials inside this building. And I'm talking, you know, we worked with them a couple years ago. They salvaged uh, Heartpine Joyce from Tech Tower. It was from the late 1800s wow. to make all the stair treads in the main atrium space. You go in the bathrooms and you see this beautiful uh, tile, custom designed right. tile wall, and you look at all the little pieces of slate. Those are all pieces of slate roofing that they pulled uh, from the alumni house at Georgia Tech, another building from the late 1800s. Wow! And then our story um, more directly has to do with all of the nail laminated timber decking panels that you see um, above you on the uh, ceilings and the roof. Uh, So basically they had about 500 of these panels and they're made with two by sixes and two by fours that are all sandwiched together. And one of our board members was the lead from Skanska and he was trying to incorporate uh, reclaimed two by fours. And we had started to salvage those from TV and film sets. It took us about a year. We we salvaged 25,000 lineal feet of two by fours. And he had a hard time getting folks to bid this piece of the project out of 13 requests he got one bid for 1.2 million dollars and this is a 25 million dollar construction project right so he said okay i've watched life cycle work with georgia works so he put together his own self-performed team of six men from georgia works for four months worked in a warehouse on georgia tech's campus they built all those nlt panels themselves for 25 percent of that bid right and one of those folks ended up getting a full-time job in construction so when I talk about, you know, yes, we have an environmental sustainability mission, that's true, but there's so much more that can happen beyond that. Yeah, how it impacts uh, people in their lives, whatever, right? Yes. Um, and the educational benefits of this project and all the students and people that will circulate through it and learn about these practices. So you're not passionate about this at all. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You can see just a smile and how you light up talking about this. This is awesome. That... Um, uh, I mean, regardless of what your widget is or your, 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 uh, what you're doing, uh, I can really feel the energy as long as you've been at this. I mean, it just, I, it seems to keep growing each year because there's so many and it's kind of, the time has come, right? It's yeah. just, you know, right. There's um, just too much opportunity right. being wasted yeah. and, you know, it just 
Yeah, it just has to happen. And just cool. <laughs> and and um and it's not just moving, you know, uh one uh, item to across the street. It's it's the, it's the whole story behind it, right? I love that you brought that up yeah. because that's when I made that comment about, you know, this nut that I want to crack yeah. around how do we get more people right. to share their stories? That is incredibly motivating to people to want to try to go out of their way to help, you know, facilitate a material donation. Yeah. More people will use the materials right. when they see how other people have created created these amazing, you know, installations well, and stories. Well, out I say of it. after the show, we need to drive up to Knoxville. We need to get you on a reality show for uh, HGTV. Ah! But I mean, this is gold for HGTV, right? <laughs> I mean, this would be a perfect it, show for them. I especially, hope. <laughs> especially the visuals of your huge, massive warehouse and the, and the actual projects you've done. And there is a precedent. I think there's a show. I'm not much of a TV watcher, but yeah. there's a show called Salvage Dogs. It's D-A-W-G-S. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can't remember where they're based, but that is something that you can find. But I mean, on HCDV, they do they do those those, those re- home remodel projects, but not like I know. on the scale. We kind of right? lament the joy um, yeah. that w- that is witnessed from the demo day right, right. of the, all the <laughs> exactly, destruction right, yeah. on those. So That's yeah, we'd what, like to see a decon day. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> That's like actually a great name for the show, decon day. Whatever, yeah. yeah. But I mean. Um, uh, we, we've had some people, we'll talk off air because this is, I mean, this is ripe for that content and the audience. Um, and then it would help your mission too, of like getting the word out. Once you're on that platform, I mean, um, it's game over, right? Uh, but then you got to start selling merch and autographs. And yeah, so you got to quit your day job. Yeah. It's, it's all a whole complicated thing. Okay. We only have a few minutes left, so we kind of rapid fire through these relatively quick. Um, so talk to us about your, uh, partners. Uh, sure. you know, I think you probably mentioned a couple of those, but uh, any yeah. other shout outs? Let's see. So we talked about Interface. Um, Georgia Works is an important one. The city of Atlanta. What I would like to emphasize is that we are um, starting kind of on a new frontier Um Working with the City of Atlanta, the Office of Resilience, uh, around the workforce development piece. Okay. So last year we started an initiative of kind of bringing together some stakeholders that have um, influence over what happens to buildings when they're being torn down or renovated. Um, so we're talking about contractors and you know folks that work in the um, planning department. Um, uh, demolition companies, recyclers, architects, etc. And we have started this program uh, to start a deconstruction training initiative. Wow. And what's really interesting is it's led to, you know, conversations with folks that are working in affordable housing. Uh, there's a huge need. Uh, we have such an equity problem in Atlanta uh, and access to affordable housing. So, you know, we've kind of put out there this idea of, you know, there's a lot of opportunity to get more affordable units online faster by incorporating reclaimed building materials and basically having the dollars that are going toward affordable housing go further. So that's something we're starting to explore. Uh, and the city's instrumental in that. Okay, we only have a couple minutes left here. So um, it, uh, relatively quick. Uh, kind of some call to actions. Mm-hmm. So your your um, your volunteer opportunities, and we want to wrap up with your future goals. Sure. Um, so volunteer opportunities, there is a whole page dedicated right. to that on the website. Um, individuals can sign up through a uh, platform called Sign Up, okay. um, and you know sign up for shifts, whether it's you know a one off or um, on a regular basis. Uh, we also have lots of opportunities for groups. So that could be corporations, um, you know, church groups, things like that. 
Uh, we do those throughout the year. Um, and then there's our, our board and advisory board. Okay. Um, so we're, you know, always looking for folks. Um, you have to start on the advisory board first before you move to the board. But uh, yeah, I yeah, think so, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So that's another way that people can get involved. Okay. And then um, there's a donate button on your website as well, I noticed. Would it right? <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah. And we appreciate. So don't have the time or don't, you know, they're not, yeah. uh, but they inspired by the message. They just said, you know, uh, you'll take checks or cash or Bitcoin. <laughs> You know, whatever, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, like you hear a lot of nonprofits say, um, sometimes it's it's easier when folks sign up like as a sustaining member where right. it's, you know, just a monthly commitment because you just don't feel it as much. Right. And the reality is I talked about that high proportion of our um, – revenue stream coming from uh, material sales. Uh, but really, the the main limiter to our growth is actually expanding our fundraising, um, because that's how we bring on more people. So right. I talked about the free pickup services, the decon services. We are just on the precipice. We have a couple of um, open positions currently, both on the deconstruction and the reuse center side. Um, and that's critical because we're on this edge of being able to have two teams go out simultaneously right. to do pickups and decons, and we need to be able to expand that. And um, I don't know if we really emphasize this throughout the show, but because uh, we talk about the business application of this and how you operate as a business and so forth, but this is actually a 501c3. So mm-hmm. not just the tax donations, but um, the, you know whether you donate uh, money or uh, effort and, or uh, materials and so forth. Um, but we, yeah, maybe we need to have you back for an update uh, if you don't get stolen from HTTV or whatever. For, <laughs> for our, we, we uh, launched a show a while back, uh, nonprofits um, radio, nonprofit. It's podcast, oh, cool. yeah. So we might tell that tell the story or updates. So finally, uh, future goals. What's anything cooking? Any scoops? Can uh, close us out with here? Absolutely. Um, so we have been working for a couple of years toward a uh, renovation of our hundred year old seventy thousand square foot warehouse. Wow! It's a really beautiful space. You might not be able to tell when you visit. You know, looking at it from the street for the yeah. first time. When you come inside, you see how right, amazing yeah. it is. Um, so we are working on some fundraising efforts in association in association with that uh, big project. So we definitely, this is a time where we really need support there. Uh, And then that other piece, the deconstruction training, that's a big focus for us. We want to start by training 40 individuals in deconstruction. And the only limiter there is we want to achieve as high of a possible of job placement rate as we can. Uh, If at all possible, we want to hit 70% job placement rate. So what that means is we are on the hunt for employers who see the value of these skills, people being able to remove materials intact for reuse. So that's what I want to hear is people that are interested in hiring folks that have those skills. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar, but we put you in touch with um, uh, Team Rubicon. If you're familiar with them? I am. I don't have a strong relationship there, but I would love that. We've had the Southeast Regional uh, person uh, in the studio a couple of times, and it's just a fascinating story. That's their whole mission is to deconstruct these – uh, zones or uh, natural disaster, whatever, what have you, they come in and just demolish the whole thing and then allowing the next team, whoever it is, to come back and rebuild. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, you obviously you can't rebuild with all this destruction. So that's – they come in, uh, get it back down to, um, you know, ground level mm-hmm. and then leave, yeah. But leave it. Cool. You know, yeah. I'd love that connection. We'll, we'll talk off air. So we're we're out of time <laughs> for next time. Uh, again, Rich Casanova. Uh, Want to thank our guest Shannon Goodman for being in the studio. Again, you can check them out at LifeCycleBuildingCenter.org. We'll see you on the next episode of the Georgia Podcast. 
On behalf of the Pro Business Channel, we thank you for listening to the Georgia Podcast, featuring the who's who and what's new in Georgia. Made possible in part by Global Podcast Studios, offering podcast studio rentals, production, and distribution. Visit globalpodcaststudios.com. And by our friends at Serendipity Labs, co-working, private offices, and more. True inspiration at work. Learn more at serendipitylabs.com. Join Rich Casanova for the next Georgia podcast and download on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more.